Hello, and welcome to Lit by Moonlight, where it's not a phase to be exiled to an island by your asshole dad and become a witch. I do it all the time. Both the exiling and the being exiled. Uh, tag yourself, I'm the asshole dad. Tag yourself, I'm the island. <laughs> so today, as you might have guessed, we are talking about Madeline Miller's Circe. Woohoo! Woohoo! Circe is a minor goddess and daughter of Helios and Percy, considered mediocre by her parents, nowhere near as pretty or powerful. She seeks the love and acceptance from mortals in place of the love and acceptance she so wishes she had from her family. Through companionship with the mortals, Circe discovers her talents in witchcraft, and using them to her benefit is banished by Zeus Gaia, a remote island where Circe encounters many well-known legends from Greek mythology whilst honoring her craft. To protect herself and her beloved son from the wrath of the gods, Circe must choose her immortal power or very feared mortality. Mm. <laughs> Oh, well, hello, I am Caitlin, and I think that it is absolutely wild that you can have so much in common with someone who lives on the opposite side of the world as you. Needless to say, me and my good mutual on Tumblr jams found out we have so much in, in common yesterday. Yeah, yeah. What, did you, yeah. what do you guys have in common? Uh, we're both Pisces. Oh, yeah. Um, we both went... <laughs> <laughs> we both like we both like ghost files mm, yeah. uh we both are in our comfort show era yeah uh we both when reading fan fiction will look at the little scroll thing on the side to see is this going to be a long fanfic or a short fanfic mm. and get really excited when there's a little small guy there mm, yeah, yeah, uh, we're both born in march mm, um, Pisces, march pisces yeah so and we're both really cool so shout out to jams Aww. You're cool. Shout out to Jams. <laughs> Shout out to Jams on the podcast. Woohoo! Who are you? I don't know. <laughs> That's this year's revelation. Um, yeah. Sidebar. So those of you who know me personally know that I'm going through a little bit of an early life crisis. Mm -hmm. And earlier this week um, at work, I'm not going to tell you who I am. I think I'm going to gatekeep that and tell you this story okay, instead. Okay, that's fair, that's fair. At work earlier this week, um, I got an email asking to be featured in our company newsletter. And, Ooh. you know, like every single month we do this and we give a couple employees a prompt. And this week's prompt is, what have you learned this year? <laughs> and I was like, don't ask me that. <laughs> you don't want to know. <laughs> you don't want to know what I've learned about me. Why the fuck would I do? Yeah, I think I'm going to. <laughs> that's, that's where I'm going to like announce everything about myself that I've just learned. So like, I love that for you. No, I'm not going to actually do that. Um, no, I'm actually not going to do that. But um, I'm Everlyn, and I'm ready to be personally victimized by Ticketmaster during the Taylor Swift Eras Tour verified fan pre-sale event. Oof. Yeah. Good I, luck. I think I'm going to make some shirts that say that. Like, I survived... <laughs> Uh, the Taylor Swift Eras Tour verified fan pre-sale event on Ticketmaster. I think you should. I think those would be a hit. They would be because everybody's everybody's gonna be in the trenches for that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone you know, like you know, everybody knows somebody that's been affected by the verified fan event. Taylor Swift, yeah. whatever I just said. Yeah. So. Yep. My cousin ready. Vanessa just texted me and um, our other cousin Courtney, and it was just like. Taylor Swift, Las Vegas, March 25th, who's going? And I was like, girl, good luck. <laughs> like, best wishes, warmest regards. I hope she gets in. Yeah. But, oof. Yeah. Um, Scary. That's Scary where times. we all are. That's where we all are. 
Um, so, Caitlin, diving right in, let's talk a little bit now about our book of the week. It's so awesome. I'm so excited to talk about it. Um, what did you think of the world building in Cersei? This world is so pretty. Mm. Like, that's, I, you know, I could have better words to describe it, but I feel like all I keep saying is, this is so pretty. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love this. So pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, I was excited um, also uh, that there was a map at the beginning of this book. Which made me, mm-hmm. when I first opened the book, go, ooh, a map! It's which a map. I do every time I open up a book and there's a map in there. Uh-huh. Um, I just felt that this world was so bright. Yeah. And maybe that's because the cover of this book has a very reflective orange that when I was reading it, the sun shined on it. It made the adjacent wall of my room glow orange like nice. Helios himself was touching it. Nice. But, <laughs> but I just felt like while reading, this world was so vivid and bright and welcoming. And I cannot stress enough how much I want to go to there. I, uh, yeah, yeah, here, here, I want to go to there. Mm-hmm. What did you think? There. Um, this, pfft, pfft, I really hates this book, by the way. What did I <laughs> think? What did I think? What did I think? What the fuck did I think? You tell me what the fuck I thought. You tell me what I thought. What did I think? <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> I really did. I loved it. Of course I did. It's amazing. Yeah. My camera is blurred because she's like frightened of the energy I just brought. It was, listen, um, for our viewers, which is none of you because we are still not official podcast, Emberlyn has a standing desk now, so she is 10 times more powerful and she was just like pacing back and forth, you know, ready to go. She seems like she's going to fight every god in this book, and I'm excited to watch. Yeah. Um, I mean, yes, the world building is, it's everything. It's everything yeah. to me. Like, everything you just said, it's so vivid and warm and compelling. It's really just hard not to become fully immersed in the book's physical setting. Like, the seashore, uh, the island of Aiea, the sea, um, and, of course, like, the Greek mythology that Miller ties in from the Odyssey. Um, all of it just really spoke to me. I, I think this is something that we noted when we uh, reviewed Song of Achilles, which was our first ever book we reviewed on this podcast, yeah. um, that like we're both not like super into Greek mythology. Like it's cool, but we're definitely not like in the trenches. And right. um, that didn't matter to me because I was just so fully immersed in the this, this story that I was just like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I want to go to there. Yeah, I want to mm-hmm. go to there. Um, so yeah, here, here yeah. on that. <laughs> So since you love it so much, what was uh, the moment that hooked you for Cersei? For me, it wasn't so much the moments, but like the feelings I was getting as I started Mm -hmm. to dive into the book. Um, And I think it kind of started with Cersei bonding with her brother Aedes. Um, When he leaves, it absolutely breaks her after she basically raises him, adores him for the longest time, sees him as one of the very few people that seems to fully understand her and see her. And when that ends for her, when he goes and he like joins the king, he he goes to his own kingdom, you know, takes up power there. um, She's just so lonely again and so heartbroken. And I felt that like as I was reading, I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry, Cersei. Like you deserve better. Um, it reminds me so much of like when you have a little sibling and, you know, not obviously as extreme, but they get older, they grow up and over time, like they're no longer your little baby. Like yeah. I recently went and stayed in, in, in my friend, in my, in my sister's college dorm and she's just like not a little baby anymore. And I'm still like 
processing that. Um, it's weird. It's weird. It's just, I mean, it gave me such a, like, a, an ABBA, like, slipping through my fingers feeling. Like, oh, no. <laughs> um, another thing that really hooked me, there were a couple things, is, like, the writing in this book is just spectacular. This book is composed of nothing but true prose. Like, I'm so deeply in love with Miller's writing style. It actually haunts me. Like, it keeps me up at night, just the way that she, like, breathes life into her characters and into the plot of her stories. Um, her writing just evokes such deep emotion for me. It's so intellectually sound, so deep without being cliche, and yet still so angsty. I, like, I live for it. I really do. <laughs> um, having read Song of Achilles and loved it, I was excited about this, and this just, like, ate me up. Like, I I was, like, dragging, like, imagine a large beast just, like, slowly swallowing parts of my body and me, like, dragging on the ground trying not to be eaten fully. Um, that beast yeah, is yeah. Cersei. Um, <laughs> and I want to, like just to give you insight into how much I love this book by reading a line from it or two. I'm actually going to yeah. just read one um, for time, but I'm going to read you this wonderful line. Um, Spring passed into summer and summer into fragrant autumn. There were mists now in the morning and sometimes storms at night. Winter would come soon with its own beauty, the green hellebore leaves shining amid the brown and the cypresses tall and black against the metal sky. Like, who the fuck are you? Nice. Excuse me? <laughs> wow. Like, oh. Woof. It's so pretty. Yeah. Woof, woof, bark, bark. Meow. Me? Ow! Yeah. 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 <laughs> How about you? What's your hook? <laughs> um, I'd, I would have to say that my hook was when she was exiled to Ayaya because I don't know if I'm saying that right. That's just how the audiobook said it. Yeah. Um, But because at first I was like, oh, no. And then I was like, oh, no, this actually might be a good thing for her since mm-hmm. she was so miserable at home where she was always being teased and couldn't seem to grow truly into her own person Yes, in that environment. So I was excited for her, yes. even if it was exile, to be on her own without anyone or anything to really hold her back and give her space to explore who she is. And I feel like from that moment on, when she gets to the island, she really does like does just that like she grows into her own she discovers what it's like to life as a witch and just she becomes her own individual person and i like that for her (laughs) it's a universal experience right of like going off on your own and becoming a new person whether you you know were exiled from your house or not which some of us know what that's like too um but like i've like i agree with you i was really excited when she left the island because i or when she left when she left her home and she went to the island because i was like oh this kind of sucks but Boy, oh boy, it would be good for her to get away from, get away from her parents, you know? Like, boy, oh boy. Like, what the heck? Like, they're crazy. <laughs> so, so, we just talked a lot about the writing. Um, do you have a favorite mm-hmm. quote from this book? I have a few. Um, my first one, I feel like, is like a really popular one that gets pulled from this book, but yeah. rightly so. Yeah. Um, and that is, but in a solitary life, there are rare moments when another soul dips near yours as stars once a year brush the earth. Such a constellation was he to me. And this was the first quote in this book that made me gasp and go, wow. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Because I think I talked about this a bit in our Addie LaRue episode, but I get really emotional about the human connection, baby. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Sometimes I think about how lucky I am to know the people I know in my life and the people I will meet later on in life because there are so many variables that and like things that needed to happen in order for me to even meet some of the friends that I have. Right. Like so for example, if our schools didn't consolidate and if I was assigned to a different fifth grade teacher, you and I wouldn't have become as good friends as we were probably. 
Um, or if I went to a different college, I never would have met my best friend Molly or even simpler. Like if I never watched a certain show, I never would have met my friend Anna. So like, there's just like little, like when I think about those like little tiny decisions that you make in your life and then be like, wow, if I did the opposite or didn't do this at all, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be like, I wouldn't know this person or like, I wouldn't be here today, which is like crazy. And, um, I just think it's really rare that uh, another soul will dip near yours in life. And I think that it's important to just look at your friends and say, I'm glad I met you. I agree. That's what that made me think about. That was one of my favorites as well. Um, For the same reasons, like human Mm -hmm. connection is so important to me. Like when I think of this book, I think about every deep connection I've had in my life. Um, And I love that this book focuses so much on connectivity and relationships because like mm-hmm. Cersei develops so many meaningful relationships with so many people who visit her island and like in her life beforehand and she's like such a complicated person as we all are but she's still so capable of loving ferociously uh yeah. which is like poof, like wow you know um but then at the same time it's like oh like it's so relatable right like it's this yeah. feeling of awe you get when you meet someone so wonderful and different than anyone else you've known and you develop this special connection to them that you didn't know you had with anyone else you know it's like when you and your friends say the exact same thing at the exact same time or finish mm-hmm, each other's mm-hmm. sentences or love the same music um I was in the car the other day with like a really dear friend of mine and we were driving somewhere and um, this song came on on one of my playlists that I uh, I love and I've like been shoving down every person I know's throats. Um, and I, you know, it's like such a, it's like a good song. It's a well-known song, but it's also like maybe not like, an, it's not like Bohemian Rhapsody, right? Like it's not a song that everybody right. knows. Um, and I was, I like put it on and I was like, oh, this is a good song. And then my friend turns to me and I would never expected her to like this song so much. She turns to me, she goes, this is a great song. And I was just... In awe, just I had this moment of like yeah. connection, this moment of like w- remembering that this person is like my soulmate as a friend. Like, Aww, this, I love this that. like knowing and understanding. And it just like really hit me hard, you know, like, oh, like soul, <laughs> soulmates, man. Like, it reminded me that there are people that you would be so lucky to meet um, and have in your life, even if that moment is fleeting. And um, even if you stop being friends with them, you'd always mm-hmm. have them as being, you know, one of the constellations in your life. So that was my takeaway. Yeah. Like, same as yours, human connection. Yeah. So big, so beautiful. Woof. Woof. I just, oh, it's just one of those that makes you, I love quotes that really make you think. Yes. Like, oh, yeah. you just took a really simple concept and uh, made me have a little crisis over yeah. it. Thank and you. this book really made me think. Um, <laughs> yeah. So. Um, Uh, Tell me more. Yeah, another one that I liked was um, when when Cersei uh, has her son, and she says, For 16 years I had been holding up the sky, and he had not noticed. And this line in chapter 19, and I think 18 in general, just made me go, Oh, wow, I really love and appreciate my parents. Mm. (laughs) Because... Reading this chapter, you see how much Cersei sacrifices and goes through and stresses about all to keep her son safe. Mm -hmm. And he has absolutely no idea Mm -hmm. or care for any of it because she made sure that he didn't see it and Mm -hmm. she didn't want him to worry or, like, think about 
ever being in danger. And mm-hmm. I think it's easy to forget the little and the big sacrifices that our parents make mm-hmm. in order for their children to be happy and safe because for a while we're too young to even realize the world can be scary mm-hmm. because our parents made sure that we didn't know mm-hmm. scary was ever an option. Um, anyway, my parents listen to this podcast. I love you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there was that one. Um, and then I also, uh, I liked... I have a better idea. I will do as I please. And when you count your children, leave me out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this one just made me go, oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, what mm-hmm, a banger. Mm-hmm. Get get him. Get your dad, dude. Get your dad. Yep. Um, and then uh, two more. Uh, the second to last is living with Odysseus, was, uh, with him, Odysseus, was like standing beside the sea, each day a different color, a different foam-capped height, but always the same restless intensity pour- pulling towards the horizon. I just really love this metaphor. I feel like it just says so much. It's about them. It's about them. It says so much about, like, him just with using... I just love the sea metaphor. I was just like, wow, that was a good one. (laughs) Like, I love ocean metaphors, so I... Wow. 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 Yeah. I just took the keyboard. Um, And then special shout out to when Odysseus was talking about Achilles and he said, then the best part of him died and he was even more difficult after that because it resurfaced all of the agony I felt while reading the song of Achilles that I was not prepared for to relive in this book. So um, anytime Uh that story was mentioned, I was like, oh, my heart. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Oh. Yeah. What what other what other quotes (laughs) did you like? Um, loved all of those that you just mentioned. I just, this, this story has endless good quotes that you can just, you would want to memorize and then like tattoo on your face. There's so many. Um, for me, uh, obviously, you know, I have a thing about like the ending of stories. Um, the very last few (laughs) lines of Circe's go like this, and I'm giving you this pause to, uh, pause (laughs) if you haven't gotten to the end yet, but... I wake sometimes in the dark, terrified by my life's precariousness. It's thready breath, and I'm going to zoom forward. I rise then and go to my herbs. I create something. I transform something. My witchcraft is as strong as ever. Stronger. This, too, is good fortune. And then, ultimately, her husband comes and rises to her, and he says, Circe, he says, it will all be all right. It is not the saying of an oracle or a prophet. They are words you might speak to a child. He does not mean it does not hurt. He does not mean we are not frightened. Only that we are here. This is what it means to swim in the tide, to walk the earth and feel it touch your feet. This is what it means to be alive. Uh, <laughs> excuse me? <laughs> uh, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm actually whoa. consuming I need to see some license and registration first. <laughs> like, whoa. Like, excuse me. Uh, this is what it means to be alive. Shut up. Shut up. Yeah, no. it's a lot. Yeah. Um, that quote really does me in because Cersei spends so much of her life acting out in fear and the need to please others, which mm-hmm. is, like, relatable. And she's incredibly <laughs> impulsive, also relatable. But over time, she realizes she has complete autonomy over her life, and that's how she comes to terms with those fears. Um, and that's when she's truly able to, like, thrive and choose her own destiny. And I feel like in my own life, I've talked with a lot of women in my personal experience in my career that have a very similar experience of like being impulsive being fearful um feeling the need to please I think it's just it's womanhood baby um (laughs) and um 
then being able to overcome that and like I just love the idea of being able to take back your own life and do what you will with it um it's very empowering reading this book really helped me realize that reading it over again really helped me realize it it's really special mm-hmm. um oh, and love that uh in that same vein um but uh I would say like I had been old and stern for so long carved with regrets and years like a monolith but that was only a shape I had been poured into I did not have to keep it excuse Uh, me excuse me what a banger no matter how old you are you can grow and change no matter how old you are you can grow and change I needed that stapling that to my face listeners readers I needed to hear that I was so in love with that line um and then in the same vein, I felt the currents move. The grains of sand whispered against each other. His wings were lifting. The darkness around us shimmered with clouds of his gilded blood. Beneath my feet were the bones of a thousand years. I thought, I cannot bear this world a moment longer. Then, child, make another. Excuse me? Like Yes, 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 yes. I love then, child, make another. You know what? I don't like this one. I'm going to make my own life. Thank Do you know you. how many times I've heard that in my head after I read this book, you know, this past like weekend before I came home. Do you know how many times mm. I was like, oh, I'm miserable. Then child, make another. I was like, mm, mm, you're right. You're right. Yes. You know, you're right. Yes. Correct. Yeah. So Love I had that. others, but those are the ones I, that really spoke to me. Like the ones that yeah. really kept me up at night. So like take those and, and go forward with them children and make a good life for yourselves. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I just I I love those so much because it's just like, what's your excuse? Just make your own life. Like, just go for it. Yeah, just fucking do it. <laughs> I love it so much. I I Ugh. like. I feel like we get so stuck, like just because of the weight of the world on our shoulders, and it just that just I needed to hear it. I needed to hear it. Mm-hmm. You know, it mm-hmm. was it was a good thing. It's a good thing. That's awesome. So, what song would you put on Cersei's character playlist if you still had an eight tracks account? Does anybody remember what an eight tracks account is? Because I do. <laughs> that was my life. I yeah. I had so many Hannibal Lecter times Will Graham uh, yeah. dedicated ship playlists on there. That, that was my place. I don't think I ever had an eight tracks, but I definitely like saw yours luck. So you would send them to me, and I appreciate that. Oh, lol, cringe. And, um, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like, I, lived, I don't think it lasted that much longer. No. into high school. I live my life unashamed, apparently, but. Love that for you. Because that's where you could go to get all, like, the music that's, like, just downloaded from random YouTube accounts and, like, so shady. But, yeah, no, good stuff. Um, (laughs) Yeah, for me, um, in honor of Midnight's, I said anti-hero. It doesn't Mm. super go with this book, but it just, like, really got me thinking because I was listening to it the other day and I was like, I'll stare directly at the sun but never in the mirror. It must be exhausting always rooting for the anti-hero. I don't think I need to explain myself further than that. I just feel like that makes sense. And also I'd like to, I would like to, um, you know, send out a little bit of, like, a thank you for your service to all of the veterans that are going to be in the trenches this weekend at the Ticketmaster Verified Fan Event. Um, You deserve the best. Good luck out there. How about you? Uh, because I am a Florence the Machine fan first and a person third, I will say King. And then because I am a Daisy the Great fan second, mm. I'll say To Be Alive. Yes, T. Um, because King itself, I felt like was just like when it first came out, I was like, wow, this is what it means to be. A, this is the womanhood experience. This is what it means to be a woman. <laughs> yeah. Like, I am no mother. I am no bride. I am King. And just mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. Uh, Golden Crown of Sorrow. Yeah you know etc etc yeah um but 
I uh, that song lives rent free in my head ever since February, and it's one of my faves. It's probably gonna be like my most played song on my Spotify Wrapped this year. Yeah. Um, and then just because I really feel like this book is a lot about being alive, I had to put uh to be alive to further push my everybody. Please listen to these to the great agenda. No good which agenda is going pretty good. Good agenda. Uh, I must say. So yeah. good agenda. I would run for office on that agenda. <laughs> I think <laughs> just Dance Fever's an album. It goes so well with Cersei's experience, like Girls Against uh, God. Um, that's an experience. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Wow. Delilah. It's a great album for that. Yes. It's a great album for that. Even though, wait, no, not Delilah, Cassandra. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I was like, hmm. Yeah. So is there a character you would turn into a god affectionately? Um, affectionately, yeah. I mean, Cersei, uh, there was never a moment where I wasn't rooting for her. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you put into words a little bit better how I felt, so I'm going to let you take this one. Oh, yeah. Because um, like, <laughs> I was reading your notes, and I was like, yes, yep, uh-huh, yep, there you go. I don't need to say anything <laughs> else. You got it. You well, got it. Giving homage to the fact that Cersei's already a minor goddess, and I don't think she needs to be transformed beyond who she already is, which is, like, an incredible person um, in this book. It's so rare that I like the book's narrator a main character correct yeah yeah, in the book. yeah. like there will be times when i'm just like oh my god stop stop talking like please <laughs> you're doing this to yourself let me hear from the cool side character that like <laughs> makes jokes and like is cool and fun and interesting um mm-hmm. but no when i say that i'm not talking about cersei the enchantress daughter of helios certified bad bitch and island witch like it's a no like not it's not her i love cersei she's such a strong main character a very strong narrator her growth throughout the book is incredible her character arc is incredible she goes through the full life cycle that a lot of young girls go through or that i certainly went through and i'm sure others have of being a people pleaser wanting to know love wanting to know acceptance being outcasted learning to tend to your garden to grow your Mm -hmm. herbs to protect yourself to love wholly while being whole to be alive to heal to grow to be alone to be lonely etc um she's just such a complete character um, she's complex. She's imperfect. She's consistently drawn in a way that grounds her in reality despite her divine origins. She's just phenomenal. Like, it, mm-hmm. it's really hard to duplicate that. And I just felt so drawn to her character throughout the whole book that I could have probably listened to her go on. I was like, well, what happens when you become immortal? Yeah. <laughs> say more about yeah. I want more. Like, please keep talking. Please say a lot more. Of it, a lot of it's like, ha, I do that. Help. <laughs> yeah, I was like, hmm, what is <laughs> this book about the inside of my head that's not good news um where are the cameras come on guys the cameras that ass yeah (laughs) no not not a great feeling to just be seen but also an exceptional feeling a feeling Mm -hmm. like no other a feeling that puts me both in in a crisis but also in euphoria so thank you madeline miller for that thank you madeline miller yeah uh, what character would you turn into a deep sea monster? Uh, Pacify, um, Helios and Percy all drove me absolutely fucking bonkers in this book. Like, her whole family is just so obnoxious. Um, yeah, 10 out of 10 don't recommend Like, I family. understand how she's so bitter, um, so early on. Um, when you look at her fucked up family, like, it just, it all makes sense. It's like, yeah, she do be like that, really. Like, and I yeah. get it. Like, oh my god, the whole book. I was like, please, somebody, stop it. Where's the, where's the fucking Pompeii volcano when you need it? Am I right? Like, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, how about you? Uh, once again, I'm retweeting your answers because uh-huh. they drove me insane. Yeah, they were too much. And I can't blame Cersei for becoming spiceful. 
spiteful towards mm-hmm. them, can you? I can't um, blame also, Cersei for becoming a Spice Girl. Yeah, Spice Girl. Scary Spice. <laughs> Witchy Spice. <laughs> Scary Spice. Uh, but also, I was thinking about it. I was like, oh, "Do I did I like any of the other characters?" I I will say uh, another character I probably besides Cersei would turn into a god is Daedalus. Oh yeah, because I just I don't know. I just really liked him. I just felt like he was just kind of he was he was there, and she just like really admired him. And I'm like, I just I, I feel like his story was very tragic as yeah. well. And um, it's too bad that those two couldn't have like a happier story together. Yeah. I will say, um, also, Odysseus, like, has a special place in my heart for some reason, just because how charming mm. he is to begin with, like, yeah. and, and, and in Song of Achilles, I was just like, oh, this guy, you know? This guy. Yeah. But I get that. Uh, so, what was your first peak in this book? Ooh, we're already at peaks and valleys. Peaks and valleys. Um, my first peak... Uh, was that even though Cersei herself is immortal, I feel like this book, as I said before, was so much about what it means to be alive. Um, Insert the Daisy the Great song here. (laughs) Uh, She encounters a lot of mortals in this book that I think help her realize how precious life can be when you're not promised it forever. Mm. Uh, There's a quote I really liked in the beginning of this book when Cersei goes to Prometheus's aid after he's been punished for helping out some mortals. Mm -hmm. And she asks him what mortals are like, and he says, there is no single answer. They are each different. The only thing they share is death. And he explains to her what death is, and she asks, how do they bear it? And he replies, as best they can. Ow. And like, hello? Ow. (laughs) Like, we're out here. We're all out here just trying our best Mm -hmm. and making the most of life. And as scary as it can be, death really is what helps makes our lives more meaningful. Or at least pushes us to make the most out of it while we're here mm-hmm. because we really do have this one life and we have to fill it with things that we enjoy and love mm. and so that by the end we can feel content and happy retweet with the time that we were here help <laughs> <laughs> retweet that's so that's all everything you said i'm like yeah oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah yeah <laughs> like yeah this book really makes you uh, bear like bury yourself and come to terms with mortality doesn't it like thanks yeah um Thanks, Madeline Miller. I, I'm in the same boat as you. Like, this book is just so, in terms of what you're saying, and just in general, it's so meaningful. Like, everything that Madeline Miller does in this book holds meaning and holds significance for me. I find that it's really hard to fit a lot of big themes into one book without making a mess of everything and putting too many kicks in the kitchen, which you've talked exactly. about with previous books. Mm-hmm. Um, but this book is able to do so much. It's supposed to, it's, it's able to do so much with womanhood and familial trauma, um, with tending to your own garden about loneliness, about accepting mortality, about motherhood and finding inner peace. And yet it, it balances it all effortlessly. Um, like Cersei's character arc is so natural. You cling to each moment and take something away from it when she learns something new. I can make a whole guided journal based on the content of this book, I think, and we'd all learn something from it just by asking ourselves some of the questions that Cersei does in this book. Um, and then it's just generally, like, spellbinding. Like, one thing about me is if you came to me and said, hey, there's this book about this witch that lives on an island and turns men into pigs and teaches herself spells and potions and has great sex occasionally and forms deep connections and love with others despite her exile, I'd be like, forget the book. How do I get to the island? Like, <laughs> yeah. what boat do I take? Beep, beep, honk, honk. That's a, whole, that's a boat horn honking. Um, please let me come. I'd like to go. Yeah. I want to go to there. 
I want to go to there. Yeah. <laughs> so same. Like I just felt myself being so like I'm touched personally by this book. And yeah. that's what made it so special for me. Um, that's awesome. How about you? What was your second peak? Um, I don't know, dude. I really enjoyed the chapters about Cersei's motherhood and mm. raising Telegonus. Oh. It, it was it was so much. It was so uh, much. Like I said before, uh, it really made me think about my parents and the sacrifices and stresses I probably never noticed them going through mm. as I was growing up or ever fully appreciated because I was too young or too moody of a teenager to realize that they were just trying to keep me safe. Uh-huh. Um... Uh, my mom's listening right now going, oh, I love you. <laughs> I love you, mommy and dad. He's on his way to work going, I hope this is under 45 minutes so I can listen to the whole thing before I get to work. <laughs> um, uh, Your dad that. who's like sitting in the truck at five in the morning and all of a sudden I scream really loudly into the mic for no reason. He just like jumps out of his seat, completely derails oh, the truck yeah. because I'm, I'm loud. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily he listens to it on his way to work. Yeah. So I'm like, which is why he yells morning, at me. And he's just like, "Can you keep it under 45 every minutes?" Every morning, and I'm like, I'm "No, like, I got Jason." And he's like, "Oh my <laughs> god, <laughs> this girl!" And he goes, "He goes, I'm gonna listen could, to music." Could Caitlin nope, have quieter friends? Yeah. <laughs> nah, it's okay. Their daughter's not quiet anyway. So anyway, love you, mom and dad. Really appreciate you guys. <laughs> and uh, but then like also. Seeing the struggle of Cersei wanting to keep Telegonus safe on the mm-hmm. island, even as he got older and he wanted to leave and meet his father and live his own mm-hmm. life. But then that meant him leaving her and like t- getting out of her reach so she wouldn't be able to protect him. Just maybe because of his the whole prophecy of like, he's going to get killed someday. And she's like, no. Yep. And um, it, it just made me think about how parents have to eventually let their kids go off and do their own thing. And become their own person and how scary that must be because for so long mm-hmm. they have this person that they know is safe and okay because that they can they're always, always they're just there's just a little guy in their yeah, house that they have to take guy. care of they're doing great um but there will come a day that that is no longer true mm-hmm. and have i told my parents that i love and appreciate them yet today you go down there and do it right now anyway <laughs> bye <laughs> and the podcast is over and the podcast is over i have to go give my mommy and daddy a hug. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, also that quote from Daedalus where he was like, a golden cage is still a cage. Yeah. Oh, don't do that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So, Not funny! I, I don't know. I, like, this, this book for me is like, this is what it means to, uh, what it means to be alive. And also, have you told your parents you uh. love them? <laughs> and if the answer is no, yeah. get on the island. No. No. Change Get it. on the island. <laughs> where you belong. It's on the island. Get on the island. Get out of here. Um... <laughs> What was your second piece? Uh, just the character development of Cersei. Like, mm-hmm. in the original, in the Odyssey, um, you know, Cersei is just, like, some evil witch lady. Okay? Fine. Yeah. Um, but Madeline Miller said, no, 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 not on my watch. Cersei is a complex, morally gray, and insane girl, and you love her. And I said, yes, Madeline, anything you say. Like, you're right. <laughs> um, she is the pathetic, she is the ultimate. I'm going to try that again. (laughs) Cersei is the fucking ultimate pathetic female protagonist. Like, she is everything that I strive to be and more. She's vengeful, bitter, childish, and yet so capable of growth and humanity. She's probably one of the most powerful female protagonists I've ever read. An absolute powerhouse. Like, just the whole book, I just felt like I was being, like, rolled down a hill in a barrel. I was like, oh my god, like, what is happening? Um, Yeah. 
I feel like it's just so easy reading the book to feel her feelings and to just be immersed so fully in her life and experience. I was at a loss for words during some passages and then during others, I just kind of like sat there in like a quiet reflection period afterward <laughs> to like figure out what the fuck I'm going to say to my therapist now that I've read this because it was just so much. <laughs> it's just, she just, Madeline Miller said, I'm going to craft the most pathetic girl boss I could possibly get my little hands around and then did that <laughs> and much like Frankenstein, she created a beautiful monster. Um, yes. We love her. Um, did you have any valleys about this book, Caitlin? Now I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I put a whole bunch of question marks You're under like, my no? valley. I don't have any valleys. I'm good. That's fair. Let's I'm close good. the book. Like, that's great. I got nothing. I, think I truly, great. I really, I know, I genuinely thought about it. I was like, there has to be something I didn't like. And like, if if you want to go for like, this was a me thing that I do every freaking mm. week on this podcast mm-hmm. um was like in the beginning it might have been a little slow but I feel like <clears throat> I feel like that didn't even last that very long because I was already so invested in her character mm. and things just kept happening because yeah. like it's not like once you realize that like oh this is a story where like it's about the things that are happening it's no we're watching her mm-hmm. life and all of the things that happen in her life and I just really loved it and there wasn't a point where I was like, okay, like this is dragging. Let's yeah. go, let's go, let's get on to the yeah. thing. Like, no, it right. just, it just oh, was, no. and I really liked it. So, no valleys for me. Did you guys hear earlier when Caitlin was talking about her connections, and she was like, when we were good friends, she was past tense. Unbelievable, unbelievable readers, listeners, watchers. We're gonna call her out about that. Everybody use the hashtag on Twitter. Cancel Caitlin. <laughs> poor child she's just staring at the screen innocent not knowing that we're we're plotting to cancel her i can't wait for her to edit this and then she'll be like oh my god emberlin oh my god emberlin i can't believe you try to get me canceled when our zoom meeting cut out on us how dare you i misspoke i'm sorry i basically just finished my point and i ended by saying so no valleys for me yeah no valleys no i agree i think my only valley is i now make character judgments about people based on whether or not they like this book um which I know is wrong like everyone's entitled to their bad opinion but like whenever whenever I hear somebody have something to say about this book I'm like hold me back because it's so good (laughs) like I remember I was home the other day and not not like a good story and my sister goes oh my god my favorite book you should read this book it's Circe I was like of course it is you're amazing this is why we're we're we're, you know like a slice off the same apple amazing (laughs) <laughs> but then I was I went through so many Goodreads reviews just preparing for this podcast and like the diverse set of opinions that exist out there about these books. I do that all the time um, for mm-hmm. all of these books. And someone just someone went on a whole tangent about like um, how if they were as talented at being able to string together big words, then they could also make like effortlessly make a hit book like Cersei and mm. blah blah blah. Or like it's so boring. It's not like Song of Achilles and bleed blah blah blah. Yeah, because it's a different And I was story. like, delete your account. Like, go away. <laughs> um, and I went, I because I'm a psychopath, I went to that person's profile and I was like, I need to see Stop. what the fuck they gave fucking uh, the Wicked King. And they gave that book five stars. Oh, no. Colleen Hoover's. We all know how we felt about that. Colleen book. Hoover's The Last of Us, five stars. The Cruel Prince. Uh, it, ends, it ends with us? The, it ends with us. Wow. I literally looked right at the notes and I still saw The Last of Us. The Last of Us, preparing in January <laughs> on HBO Max. Woo-hoo. Please watch it. Anyway, um, fucking <laughs> the, the Cruel Prince, four and a half stars. I was like, 
When you get offered a delicious Michelin star meal from Nobu, are you guys like, no thanks, I'll eat rat shit from the dumpster outside. What's wrong with you people? <laughs> Enough. Like, get a hobby that involves critical thinking and having taste. Boo! Uh, yeah. I'm So I am, uh, I am, I am ugh. deeply critical and biased of people who don't like this book. Like, and you know what? If I'm gonna, if I'm gonna, if I'm a pretty accepting person. If I'm going to have biases about one group of people, it's toads that don't like this book. I think I'm entitled to that. Okay, come for me. Come at me on Twitter. Uh. At me on Twitter. You'll find out. You'll find out. I'm going to I'm going to purchase a verified check mark with with $8 <laughs> and I'm going to school you, okay? Watch yourself. Um Oh man. Sorry, my, my flight or flight response got triggered by uh, End of this by Colleen Hoover. Who the fuck gives that book five um, star? Enough. Enough. I don't know. I don't know. I Go don't to know. your island. Go to your island right now. Go to your island. <laughs> so, Caitlin, uh, for our next activity, we got this dandy you quiz here that I, I I'm so excited. dug up from the internet. And we're going to find out which Greek goddess we are. Um, this quiz is by M1 Castillo on Uquiz. So go check them out. Thank you, M1 Castillo, for the you quiz that I found on the internet from you. You're great. Okay. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna preface this once again just to remind everyone I don't know a lot about Greek mythology. Um, so I don't think I can get mad at my results like I might have done in my Pride and Prejudice quiz result. <laughs> Uh, because I don't know better. I think it'd be but, funny if you got uh, really mad anyway. <laughs> I yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm kind of excited to see how this goes. All right. Question: If you take a U quiz, do you ever put your real name in? I don't. No. I don't want people to know, so I just put spaces. I don't want y'all to know who I am. Get out of my get. Oh, I just get out of my life. I have I have a name that I put, but um, it's Anderson. I don't. Not that I think. I just doctor <laughs> Anderson. Yeah. That's her Uquiz name. It's Anderson. Yeah, actually, it is Anderson. I just you know. Uquiz docked Caitlin. Or, I mean, Anderson. <laughs> no, um, I don't think you can dox anybody on Uquiz, but I do have a little name that I use every time, and it, it makes me giggle. Um, yeah. I think I'm going to put my whole home address. <laughs> or my social security <laughs> number next time. Right. You should. Okay. Spice it up a bit. So first question. What is the first question? Which of the following is your number one priority before leaving the house? And the options are making sure I look amazing. Impressions are everything these days. Second, feeding my pet. Third, making sure I'm prepared. This means having my phone, wallet, and keys. Three, four. Yeah, sorry, I can't count. Letting someone know where I will be going. I mean, that's never, I've never think to do that, but that is a good idea. Um, yeah. <laughs> the fifth is I don't leave my house really all that often. I have everything I need at home. Yeah, I mean, making sure I have a smile on my face. Life is short. Smile a little. <laughs> with a smiley uh, face. Okay, what do you need to Um. Okay, making sure I look amazing. No. <laughs> Sometimes it, it just you get you what get you what get. You get guys, yeah. For free, I don't think um, so. Yeah, for free, I don't think so. Uh, yeah, feeding my pet should absolutely be my number one priority. Mm. But sometimes I forget. Mm. Um, but you know what? She eats a lot anyway, and she forgets that she eats. Yeah. So that's a lot. Yeah. Um, I really wish it was making sure that I'm prepared, but I left, <laughs> we went out to dinner with friends uh, a couple weeks ago, and I called Emberlyn and was like, hey, do I need my ID <laughs> for the place that we're going after dinner? Because I am 30 minutes into my drive, and I just re- realized that I don't have my wallet, so could it be me? And I was like, sure. Um, I'm going to have, <laughs> no. like, sure, I don't know, we'll, yeah. we'll figure it out. Uh, I'm going to say, 
uh, letting someone know where I will be going because I do do that. That's a good idea. Every That's time. a really good idea. Just just in case the killer, yeah. you know. Just in case just in case murder <laughs> happens. No, that's never a bad thing. Yeah. Um this is hard. I think uh for me it's making sure I'm prepared because if I forget something I have a terrible rest of the day because I'll just be thinking about the thing I forgot. Yeah. So I'm going to say that. All right, next question. If you and a friend get lost in the woods, what would be the first thing you do? Kiss about it. oh my god what if we were two friends and we got lost in the woods and we kissed about it just kidding just kidding unless Unless. (laughs) um i'm not really sure but it's okay i'm with my friend call my mom the police someone (laughs) third one adventure time four i always carry a book with me so just sit enjoy nature and read a good Mm. book five that's easy since the window always blows in a certain direction i know my way back home or finally a woman must never admit she is lost damn the last one kind of got me. Um, girl, I guess you're right. <laughs> I'm not lost. Is that your answer? That's what. Okay, first of all, no, because look what happened to what's her face in the Blair Witch Project when you're right. <laughs> she. We just watched it the other day, and I was like, fucking "Damn, Heather. can Heather? Could you fucking uh, be real with yourself? Like BFFR? Like what? Just be real time, Heather. Hello. In the woods, and this is all your fault. Yeah. <laughs> um. I don't know. I think for me. I mean. Lost is the key word because otherwise I'd say, oh, I might carry a book with me and then like enjoy the nature. But since we're lost, mm-hmm. um, I'd probably call my mom because yeah. that would be like that's who I call when I think I might die. Um, how about you? Yeah, I mean, like, truly, I would like to be like adventure time because yeah. <laughs> let's do it. I try to look at everything as an adventure, but like, I getting lost is so scary to me. Yeah. Um, uh, thank God I know the backwoods like the back of my hand, baby. Mm. Um, but the first thing I would do is like, mm, time to call my mom. <laughs> call your mom. I think mom picked me up. I'm scared. You talked. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, what is your favorite genre of books? Romantic novels. Ooh la la. I don't remember ever feeling that way. Okay, whatever. Ooh la la. Action packed books are now my fave. Hey, yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. That's weird. I think it's funny when quit. Just want to pause to say I think it's funny when like people who make quiz answers feel the need to like verbalize it in more than one way to give the person a personality. Yeah. Like I could just say romantic novels, or I could add ooh la la to the end ooh, la, la. because people who like romantic novels speak French for some reason. <laughs> um, adventure. We're off to see the wizard. This is what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm very adventurous. I often like to quote popular 1930s musical Wizard of Oz. Um, it's just the, it's the wild, fun, adventurous part of me that does that. Because, because of the next one's just fantasy. I know, with no, with Period. nothing. Just fantasy. Period. Are magazines a genre? Bitch. Who the fuck reads <laughs> magazines anymore? Goodbye. Um, all genres. In all caps. In all caps. I'm um, not feeling confident about my answers to these, but go ahead. Yeah, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say fantasy because uh, okay. now that we're back in our fantasy season, I'm just like, oh, I love fantasy so much. It's a good like, place I, to I, be. I, oh, it's my favorite place to be when I want to be somewhere else. Yeah. Um, for me, I don't even fucking like any of these. I guess, uh, is adventure not also fantasy? I don't know. I, I know, it's confusing, right? I'm going to say all genres because I don't really think I have a preference. All genres. All genres. Uh, which of these words has the most meaning to you? Oh, Peace, intelligence, love, happiness, loyalty, or family? I'm going to say love. I'm going to say love. Love is very important to me. I said happiness. Aw. Which of these animals is your inner animal? 
Oh, no. Oh, we're getting to furry territory. Okay. Um, oh, no. This is actually secretly, what furry are you? Oh, and they're all, they all symbolize things. Great. Peacock signifies immorality, immortality. Okay. Okay, I don't know that. Dove, dove symbolizes love and freedom. That, I think, is right. Okay, yeah, I that, like I remember I that from correct. the 60s. Um, I'm not going to Google any of this. A snake symbolizes awareness, intellect, and balance. Sure. Owl is a symbol of wisdom, intuition, and capacity. Donkey symbolizes intelligence, <laughs> dedication, and power. And the That'll do. bat symbolizes keenness and observation. Bat? Mm. Um, I suppose a dove. Aww. Um, <laughs> Aww. <laughs> uh, only because nah, I want to be a snake. Uh, I want to be a snake. Definitely, I'm definitely not aware. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go with dove. All right. Symbolizes love and freedom. I like. I don't know. I'm stuck between an owl and a bat because, like, I just like flying. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I feel like wisdom, intuition, and capacity are important. But I also think I'm a very obser- I'm a very. I'm very. I'm very good at like observing people and like I just yeah. I read everybody in my life like a book. So Correct. I'm gonna say that one. Um Wow. This is an artwork. Um I, I know the artwork in this quiz is kind of hilarious. somebody fucked around and just decided this was how they wanted we're to We're finding out. Yeah, we're finding All right. out. On a Saturday afternoon, a friend would find you out and about. I'm never in the same place twice. Studying for a test. Pfft, imagine being in school still. Yeah. Uh, taking care of someone, whether it's a friend or a family member, at the mall. Oh. <laughs> I had an exclamation point, so I had to. At the mall. Uh, at home. I'm always at home. <laughs> at the park, I like okay? to be outside. Is this person okay? <laughs> I don't know. I'm always at home. Like, are you okay? Um, <laughs> I'm going to say friend would find me. Why is the friend finding me? Why can't any – why is – why can't someone else find me? Sorry, just kidding. Um, I say at the park. I do like being outside. I do like going about my business. Okay, continue your turn. I do like being outside, but I think I had to answer at home. I'm always at home because lately Same. I've been at home a lot. Same. No, that's true. Same. Which superpower would you most like to have? Mind control, mm. immortality, and eternal beauty. The power to heal, invisibility, mm. psycho- psychometry. The ability to learn things about the past or future of an object by touching it. Telekinesis, Ooh. being able to move things mentally. What do you think? I know what you're going to say. What do you think I'm going to say? I think you're going to say the power to heal. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because uh, you got back problems for days. Uh, if I could just years. heal myself, yeah. considering my doctor is just like, yeah, you're probably going to have to deal with this for the rest of your life. Yeah. You want some medicine that still doesn't work for you? Thanks, healthcare system. Uh, you're awesome. Amy's. Amy. Um, <laughs> thanks, Amy. Amy's at home watching, the, like listening to this, and she's like, "The fuck, Caitlin?" She's <laughs> like, "Is that what I said?" I'm like, "Yeah, it is what you said." <laughs> and I'm still mad about it. Yeah, the power to heal. I think I said this when we were talking about Shadow and Bone and like what we would want to be, mm-hmm. and I would want to be a healer because yeah. I just, you know, someone gets hurt. Oh, don't worry, I got you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have my own problems. Don't worry, I got me. Like, <laughs> don't just, worry, I got me. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think it would just save a lot of uh, medical bills, yeah. so power to heal. Um, Although I will say the psychometry was uh, kind of um, alluring. Yeah. But I think I'm going to go with that one because that sounds dope as heck. Like, I want to be able to touch things and learn about them. Like, yeah, no, I'm game for that. I'm game for that. Uh, next graphic said gay rights, and I love yeah, that. Yeah, wow. 
Uh, what color do you identify with? Oh, okay. We're getting fun here. Aqua is associated with communication and protection. Okay. We're, we're learning. Magenta is associated with harmony and balance. Silver is associated with sensitivity and mysteriousness. Ooh. Gold is associated with success and luxury. It's a lot of S's. Uh-huh. This was coming out. I know. Star, star Sapphire. What the? Okay. Star Sapphire is associated with t- intuition and self-mastery or... Royal blue is associated with elegance and sophistication. Uh, I guess I like, I guess star sapphire. I feel like I fuck with intuition and self mastery, but I also don't really know what the fuck star sapphire is. It sounds like a Sailor Moon character. Um, it, it does sound like a Sailor Moon Or like a My Little Pony. How about you? Um, I, I was just hoping for a simple purple answer and you're just like purple's my thing <laughs> like where's it's not even an option i'm um, a certified I guess, purple girl caitlin needs purple but like i no do, i am a certified purple person yeah a purple people leader if you will yeah. uh jared from mcdonald's <laughs> side note the purple guy in mcdonald's you know what the what's his name jared grimace grimace his name should be jared yeah. Um, anyway, that's the hill I'll die on. Yeah. I'm going to say aqua because it's associated with communication and protection. Aww. And um, we we love a good communication mm-hmm. and protecting people. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> what? I don't know, girl. I'm just starting to... I got to believe that the person who wrote this was off their shit when they did it, and I'm okay with it. I respect that, yeah. You're in the Hunger Games. What weapon do you grab? <laughs> Bow and arrow, mashes. What does this have to do with? Okay, never mind. It doesn't. Mashes. You can never go wrong with making a fire or setting people on fire. Okay. Dagger. Who needs weapons? I've got charm, sword, and shield. Uh, Food. I don't fight, but I must not be hungry. I won't fight, but I must not be hungry. Okay. Um, You're gonna die then if the Hunger Games. What are your thoughts? Who needs a weapon? I've got charm. I'm just kidding. Cute, cute. <laughs> um, I guess a dagger because if someone gave me a sword and shield, I don't know if I would truly be successful at that. Um, yeah. Love food, but I would like to defend myself. Yeah, dagger. I'm gonna say a sword and shield because I think that look hot. Nice. Um, right. Which of the following quotes do you live by? Okay. If you're not making mistakes and you're not doing anything, I'm positive that a doer makes mistakes. From John Wooden, Joyce Maynard's A Person Who Deserves My Loyalty Receives It. Um, if you believe in yourself and have dedication and pride and never quit, you'll be a winner. The price of victory is high, but so are the rewards from Paul Bryant. Imperfection is beauty, madness is genius, and it's better to be absolutely ridiculous and absolutely boring from Marilyn Monroe. Don't marry the person you think you can live with. Marry only the individual you think you can't live without. James C. Dobson. And finally, do not go where the path may lead. Go instead where there is no path and leave a trail. Ooh, I like that one. I was going to say, I'm going to choose that one as Ralph well. Waldo Emerson. I like that one. Or maybe, actually, I'm going to do imperfection is beauty, madness is genius. I actually don't. I have a weird feeling she probably didn't say this because I, I just had the sense that somebody quote. Somebody was like famous quotes and then they just found the ones that they were like, this is yeah. good enough. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, let's see who we are. Woohoo! All right, who are you, dude? I'm Aphrodite, goddess Ooh. of love, beauty, and eternal youth. Nice, nice job. <laughs> and it starts off with gorgeous much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> like a thanks, girl. Okay. Uh, let's not lie. You're probably extremely well put together. That's a that's a lie. I've ever heard of one. <laughs> uh, but let's face it, beauty is not all there is to you. 
didn't think it was a thing to me anyway. This I think this quiz got me completely wrong. Yeah. You are a very joyful person. Just kidding, it got me right. <laughs> but of course <laughs> But of course you have your feisty strong spirited side. Oh, oh feisty, oh no. Feisty. Uh you're is this because I'm a redhead? <laughs> uh, your charm is very alluring, and no one can deny your sense of style is fantastic. Another lie. If there were one word to describe you, it would be irresistible. Ooh, okay. All right. Wow. All right. Let's, let's, let's chill out I here. think this Eucharist has a crush on you. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> They said, what if you took my U quiz to find out what goddess you are? <laughs> <laughs> Just, <laughs> Just kidding. kidding. Unless. Unless. I love that for Unless you. Um, I'm Athena, the goddess of war, wisdom, and arts and crafts. Ooh, t- I like how arts and crafts is there. I know, I love the range. Good for her. Um, Good for her. Good for you. Let's just call you Superwoman. When anyone is in Ooh. need, they come to you or you come to them. Everyone seeks your advice because of your great wisdom. You are the protector of your loved ones. No one, and I mean no one, is ever going to mess with them. Am I right? She yeah. sure. <laughs> Am I Don't right? try to I relate like, to me. <laughs> I like the part that was like, people will come to you or you'll come to them because they weren't sure which one to like <laughs> commit to. You are considered to be an independent woman, and everyone admires your strength. Thanks. I feel yeah. I feel like this quiz is trying too hard to be my friend, and little does she know, <laughs> I don't want any more friends. Um, so I'm don't good. text me. Wow, that was interesting good job you quiz good job you quiz that was weird why (laughs) did you do that to us that was an interesting assortment of questions Mm -hmm. please never do that again (laughs) so caitlin on a scale of uh one oh i didn't realize we didn't (laughs) (laughs) on a scale of one weird you quiz question to ten no five yeah that's a good range Mm -hmm. five uh weird you quiz questions how how would you rate this book how would you rate this book Hmm? um i gave cersei a four out of five because i really like this book Mm. and i loved following cersei's story Mm -hmm. um like i said there really wasn't a moment that it really felt like it dragged no uh something was always happening and i think that's why it held my attention the entire time because i was just like so invested in her story and i very much enjoy her yes um same five out of five for me it's one of my mm-hmm. favorite books, if not my favorite book of all time. This book yeah. gives me such big woman feelings. And when I say that, I mean, like, whatever you feel when you listen to a particularly relatable Taylor Swift song or have a glass of wine alone in your apartment or contemplate a random compliment, a random cute girl on the streets outfit or take too many ibuprofen during your period or grow your own basil or read a poem about womanhood. It's just like hawk screech, like very. Yeah. It's like, yeah, like wow, what a what a book, excellent book. Wow, we wow wow. Yeah, ten out of ten. Delicious book. So thank you everyone for listening to Live by Moonlight. Tune in next time when we return to Mary E. Pearson's World of Magic, Power, and Orange Juggling in Vow of Thieves. I'm so excited! I'm so excited, Liam. I just can't oh. hate it.